Switch is so hardy because so many of the game summers designed for just rage throwing. Oh my god. Yes, yes. And with that, I say, welcome to Geeks with Kids, your bi-weekly <laughs> geeky podcast from a parenting point of view. I am your host, Eric. This week, and joining me this week is Shouts, David, Hawk, and Mr. Matt Moore. How's it going, hey, guys? Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey oh. hello. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's better now because uh, I, I, I stopped watching that Monster Hunter movie. Because why did you start watching the movie? <laughs> because I was I was you know intrigued by it. It's terrible, but anyway, let's start off like we do <laughs> every week with you know the stuff that we're liking this week. Not like Monster Hunter, something we actually like and enjoy. Something where you know we, you know we salivate for it. You just it's so delicious to you. It's just so something that so, oh, is something that is your yum by chance. Yeah, it is your yum, Matmor. <gasps> Leading right into it this week. <laughs> oh, good. See, we got David still going. Oh God, what these guys? But we got Matt Moore back on board. By back on board for the oh, first I'm time. I'm not on board. I'm just leaning into it because I knew you were you were building it way too much. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. I'm stealing your hype. It's mine. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's start off with shouts. Shouts. What are you liking this week? What's your yum, sir? Okay. Um. So I'm going to talk about a game that I've been playing for. I'm going to say we're coming up on five years now. Um, it so is not Animal Crossing. <laughs> it is not Animal Crossing. No, no. I'm going to be talking about uh, Pokemon Go, which mm. is still a very uh, important part of, of my sort of daily gaming life. Um, if, if you sort of look back at all the games that I've been playing over the years, like this is still one that I'll turn on every single day. I'll make sure I get, you know, Pokestop spun. I'll make sure I, I check and see what, what kind of quests I need to do. And we ju- they just had an event this past weekend. They had an event that was focusing on the Kanto region, right? Which is the original uh, Game Boy, you know, the, um, the Pokemon. Uh, they had it presented as red and green, but it was red and blue uh, here. Um, and so basically you buy a ticket for this event and then you can choose if you want to be part of the red or part of the green. And then as you are playing, certain Pokemon that are primarily in those games will spawn where you're playing. And you have a chance to, uh, to catch them. And uh, I was playing it with my kids. And it was, it's just, they, they, they're doing such a good job of still making this game interesting and still making it fun. And I caught a whole ton of shinies on, uh, on the weekend, um, which for me is sort of the, the thing that's keeping me coming back. Uh, you guys probably can't see my, my shinies no. on there. Oh, there they are, kind of. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. a little bit. I got a shiny Ditto there. I got a shiny Pinsir. You know, I got Ditto. a shiny Sand Shrew. Like, there's, there's a whole bunch. And it's, and it's just the, the euphoria you get when a shiny disappears. And I know I paid real money to catch a digital animal. <laughs> you paid money for this game? I thought uh, it was free. Those, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. No, the game, the game is free. But if you're, like, really into it, you can give them money. Uh, <laughs> what? You sound so ashamed. A popular game with microtransactions? <laughs> that doesn't happen. From Nintendo? But if, if I think about it, like, the number of games that I spent, like, 60, 70, 80 bucks on and only played a couple of hours and then stopped playing, whereas looking at something like this that started off as a free game where every now and then I'll throw... 10 bucks, 15 bucks into it, you know, to get some additional Pokemon storage, or in this case, the event, now this seemed a little excessive, but the event ticket was $17 Canadian. Damn. Damn. Uh, wow. For this event. Um, but, you know, and, and, and I also needed to buy one for my son too. So let's make that times two. <laughs> oh God. Not for your, not for your, not for mean, your daughter. <laughs> she, she didn't really want to play it. She, well, I was going to, I offered it to her and she's like, no, no, I'm just going to play Mario Odyssey instead on the switch. Damn straight. Like, 
Here's the thing about that, though. I'm just going to throw that because I'm just call me a wacky realist. I'm just going to throw that. You're a wacky realist, man. I think that a game (laughs) requires you to physically go outside into the real world. They wouldn't be charging 17 bucks a pop for countries that have quarantine going Mm -hmm. on. But I'm how does that work? Like, do you do you still have to? Can you spin at your house, or like they they did a bunch of things sort of once uh, COVID started. Mm-hmm. They um they they made it so that you can actually reach gyms and Pokestops from a further distance. Um, you can actually like some of the things that you would normally have to go and spin will just get given to you sort of throughout the day. They they give you like free um, item gift packs that you can just collect throughout the day to make sure you have enough supplies. Uh, And there's a lot more spawns. So I played most of it just from my house. I just sat on my couch and played. You pop on an incense. So more of a Pokemon stay then. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is the DLC. <laughs> so, so see, I, I that I appreciate more now, and that's that's good. But like, that's just for me. I'm like, it's 17 bucks a pop, like. And that was just for the event yesterday. Like, normally the game doesn't cost anything. You can completely play it free. Sure. And they even they even had a um, some things happening. Was it yes? No, it was actually it wasn't yesterday. It was Saturday. But they they had things happening on Saturday that for for people that weren't buying the ticket. So you could totally still get the increased spawns. And but if you wanted to get all of the bonus stuff and have the increased right. chance of shinies and stuff, then you pay for the ticket. Okay. And so it's more for the diehards, right? But I, you know, it's it's a game that that I still keep coming back to. And so for me, it's worth it because how many games do we have that we can continue to play five years down the road, like on a daily basis? Except That's maybe fair. Destiny. I don't know. You guys still playing Destiny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. More or less. <laughs> Once in a so that's then. so that's that's what I'm kind of into right now, or what yeah. I wanted to share anyway. Nice, mm. nice. Before we move on to the next person, Case Dragon uh, mentioned, and I'll, I'll forget if I don't say it now, that Stubbs the Zombie in Rebel Without a Pulse is getting remastered and returning to the various consoles. So that's actually pretty cool. Awesome. I, I know um, friend of the show Stu is a really big fan of that game, especially the soundtrack, which is amazing. Yeah. All right, let's move over to Hawk. What are you liking this week? Um, I haven't been too excited about anything on that, but uh, I did pick up uh, the new Super Mario 3D plus Bowser Fury for the Switch. Oh, uh, I gotta de- get that. So I know I haven't delved too far into it. It looks but, like uh, uh, Mario Death Stranding, like. Uh, <laughs> you know what? That's not a bad comparison. <laughs> Except you don't run into BTs or invisible ghosts in this one, and that. But no, I there is a fun, that game. I saw it's quite there. Is, there is quite a fun dynamic to it in that because uh, Bowser in it is this huge oily covered monster in that who appears very at random in that and starts spewing fire all over the entire landscape in that. Uh, and you can hurt him by activating lighthouses in that by collecting enough mm. kitty signs. Uh, mm. and yeah, <laughs> yeah that pretty much does sound exactly like Mario Death Stranding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they're branching out, right? They had Mario Kart, Mario Golf. Come on, they're they're branching out. <laughs> yeah, Mario Death Stranding. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so far, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back more into it. Uh, so yeah, go on. Yeah, we got to get into our Destiny 2 season pass. That's what we got to do. All right, uh, let's move over to David. What are you liking this week? Well, jumping back to games that are five more, five years old or older, this week is uh, IEM uh, Katowice, which means it's the biggest StarCraft tournament in the world. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like $120,000 prize pool, something like that. So I've been watching that. I watched it uh, Friday, 
or wait, no, Saturday, Sunday, today, like this morning, tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day. Um, and really, really good games. Was, uh, was it attached to BlizzCon? No, because uh, last BlizzCon was basically such a shit show for uh, StarCraft that another company, which is like Intel, basically Intel and Three Masters and DreamHack was like, why don't we just handle this? Because Blizzard didn't want to support the eSport anymore at all. Like StarCraft isn't even on the earnings call anymore for Blizzard because or Activision Blizzard, because it basically makes them no money at this point. So they just like stopped caring about it. And all the guys who were doing the balance patches did one less balance patch to make Protoss like a little bit Imba because they're all Protoss players. And then they quit and started their own company. And now they're all they're making a new game. Yeah. Maybe you've heard of them. They're called Frost Giant. Yep. Um, oh, I love Frost Giant games. Well, they just I mean, they haven't made any games yet, but didn't they do the um, I think that's somebody else. I'm thinking of Frostpunk. these guys just started the company. <laughs> I'm thinking of Frostpunk. All... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Frostpunk's sweet, too. But yeah. So, yeah, I'm just watching Starcraft for like nine hours a day right now. It's great. Nice. nice. Not being laid off and uh, being in quarantine, <laughs> the, sitting around watching Starcraft getting fat. Good times. Yeah. All right, Matt. Did, uh, did, oh, wait, did you guys just before you go to that? Did you did you guys see they announced a remaster of Diablo two? Resurrected. Yeah. I did hear that. Yeah. yeah. So excited. <sighs> Do I really want to play? We'll Diablo see. 2 like again? I, I yes, want you want to so play bad. Diablo two, <laughs> but like Diablo or sorry, Brood War remastered was really good, but Warcraft three remastered was really bad. It was so bad. So, I mean, I'm just gotta wait and see because Diablo fingers 2, crossed, but. Thousands yeah. of hours. They also back. announced the arcade edition, which has um, the Lost Vikings and Blackthorn, which is what I want to try. And the race, whatever the racing. The racing one, I didn't play that game. Yeah. Rock and Roll Racing, I think it was called. Yeah, yeah that's the one. <laughs> anyway, mm, whatever. Matt Moore. <laughs> um, oh, geez, my brain just hiccup. Two things. Um, uh, really, uh, Jen and I are both deep diving into uh, Dimension Agatha, 20. Oh, la, la, no. <laughs> no, no. That's, we're not, that's the main topic. I will beat <laughs> a sack of quarters. No, uh, Dimension 20. Watch it. Watch that. Watch it. Listen to it. Love it. It's the greatest thing in the world. Oh, yeah. We talked about this last week. Did we we talked about it last week, yeah. and it still doesn't stop being hilariously phenomenal. Nice. Um, and also, I, uh, I I made myself sit down and watch uh, Wally's Wonderland. Wally's Wonderland. Um, or as I like Is that to call the Nick it, Cage movie? Nick Cage does Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm, yes. That's right. It wow. is. Wow. What's the, what's the verdict? <laughs> it is superb. Like superb or superb for a Nick Cage movie? Nick Cage does not speak throughout the entire movie he just kicks the shit out of demon animatronics literally he has no dialogue i think he grunts twice so they paid him as an extra or right um, he got top billing i'm sure he got, he got top billing but with got no all dialogue, the money so he'd, be a, he'd technically be a day player no it's uh, it's really really good it's entertaining it is exactly what you think it is when you see the poster and hear the name I it is poster, exactly yeah. that movie uh, so there's nothing to be disappointed about because if you don't know what you're getting into watching this, why are you watching this movie? Is it a quick uh, 90 or is it a full two hours? It's a, I think it's 90, 95. It's not a long, there's not a long draw. There's a it sounds couple, like a fun, fast movie. There is some plot stuff that happens with other characters that aren't Nick Cage, uh, but it's very like point A, point B, point C. Oh, there's a twist, point C, point, point C and a half, point D. Like there's no... 
Like, you know how it's going to end from the second the movie starts. You're like, I know how this is going to play out. And there's not nary a twist to be had, but it's just good fun. Hmm. Hmm. It is it is one of the highest budget B movies I've ever seen. <laughs> not like Dungeons and Dragons? Very similar, yeah. actually, right down to some of the, the, the stylistic stuff. But they lean into the fact that it's, a, it's sort of a campy horror movie, so Fair. they don't pretend to be... High art. Is it streaming on something or is it a rent to? Uh, It's rent. It's rent. Uh, It's it's pay per view, which I got it on uh, Google. Google Play Store has it up here. It's it's been floating around. There's a bunch of streamers in the states. It's on Google Play. It's like I think ten bucks, and it's worth it. Like I'm not mad about it at all. I'm gonna have to check this out. So I just looked this up. It used to be Wally's Wonderland, and I guess they had to rename it. Or it's it's Willie's. Sorry, Willie's Wonderland. Yeah. I don't know what happened. To change it from Wally. Oh, I bet because of Wally World. Yes. Oh my God, I forgot about that. And okay, random. Anyway. Well, there was there's a lot of IP issues because when they the original script they had to change like three of three or four of the animatronics they had to rename and re uh, animal them because they were close to existing animatronics that exist in the world. So they're like, we don't want to get sued by anyone. <laughs> so we're just gonna like completely Chuck E. Reduce- Cheese just starts running at you. Yeah, well, just, you know, yeah. or just between that and like fictionalized animatronic kids places, like it's just like there's like so many of those. Like we're just gonna any any hiccup they had, they're like rename the character, redo it, rename it. It doesn't affect the story at all. Nice. What's the uh? It's what what is it? Country Bears Jamboree. That's the Disney one. Yeah. 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 I can't remember. Anyway, let's move on. Oh wait, me. Um, what am I liking this week? I've been playing this thing. You know what this is? This is, a, this is a Stadia yeah. controller. Um, so this past week, uh, we got our new. Oh, I guess it's been a couple weeks now. Um, we've been. Uh, ooh, hydrate. We got a redeem of hydrate, <laughs> so I did it. Um, so um, I've been playing Little Nightmares because they gave it away for free. Nice. Because they also gave away Little Nightmares 2 for free. So I'm playing Little Nightmares 2 now, which just came out. So mm. also, both gun- games really good. So, yeah. Um, hey, Bray Dollars, how's it going? Uh, we are doing good. I think I'm doing good. You guys? Yeah. So good. Yeah, that's a, as good as we can be doing in quarantine. Yeah. Ah, so let's move on to the news. There's not much news, but I'm going to... Do a couple things. We already talked about BlizzCon, which was, you know, not so exciting. Nintendo Blizz also Con had... BlizzCon line. BlizzCon Blizz line one. Yeah. And then we had a Nintendo Direct, which announced a bunch of remakes and Splatoon 3 and Mario Golf, I think. Yeah. Nothing nothing too big there. Um, Mario yeah. Golf is fun, though. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they dwelled really deep into, this is actually a golf game, guys. <laughs> and I was like, this is not the thing you want to <laughs> put in your yeah. Nintendo Direct. That, that's great, but also Nintendo, so it's just Mario. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Um, and then, um, what was the other news I was going to talk about? Oh, yeah, yeah, the saddest news of today. Uh, uh, Daft Punk broke up. <sighs> not broke up, retired. <laughs> they retired. Yeah. They retired. That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, For a long career. They released an epilogue video, which is actually a clip from their 2006 movie, which I can't remember what it's called right now. But um, it, it's wonderful. It, mm-hmm. it, it's, a, it's a fitting goodbye mm-hmm. to this duo. I assume they're going to still do stuff. They've been producing music for the past number of years, yeah. like more so in the past couple of years. But now they just have to not wear the helmets, so it's yeah. okay. And then we're going to look at them. We're going to be like, hmm. 
put the helmets back on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, no. It's fine. Um, any other good one, news? No, this so far, this one Go made me it. sad. I I got to see them in 2007 for you that uh, a- for the tour. I know. I was so sad I didn't get to go see. I see. I like Daft Punk. I got real salty with them when they tried to launch that alternative streaming site with everyone and it just fell flat on its face. But I, oh, you know, title. <laughs> yeah. Like when they tried to make, like, I got a little salty with them after that. I'm like, nah, I, you guys are okay, but like, eh, you're not hurting for money right now. No, the, no. Your fans are keeping you in uh, LED helmets. So I think you're doing okay. I want to make one of those one day. We're going to get Marcus mm-hmm. to make one of those. Uh, those LD helmets. Get it. Give it a 3D print it and pray it works out. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Fill it with uh, electronics. And <laughs> I didn't account for the air hole. Damn. I'm supposed to breathe. <laughs> What'd you do with the freezing problem? It's an Iron Man 1 reference. I, <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen Iron Man 1 in such a long time, which is a good segue. I should use that to go into the our main topic tonight. But I was going to say, does anyone else have any news um, for anything else? Any other Thing that's um, noticeable? Um, no, nothing noticeable. I, I can't remember. Yes, yesterday, day before yesterday, I stumbled upon the casting for the live action Little Mermaid movie for Disney because I was talking yeah. with some of my coworkers about how abysmal Mulan was. Yeah, the the live action one looks all right. The cast they, they have good. David Diggs as Sebastian. I don't care about anything else in that yeah, movie. Yeah, that's all um, I care about. Uh, what's his name? Harry Shearer retired as Doctor Hibbert on The Simpsons. Um, they're getting they they only as Doctor Hibbert. Oh yes, yes. because they like, instituted oh, right, that, that whole uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the, like, the only no the one, one character <laughs> that would be the character that he should retire. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So Kevin Michael Richardson is going to play Doctor Hibbert moving forward. Nice, which nice. is a good a good a good uh, swap. But yeah. let's move over to the live action. Live action? No, the the main topic of tonight, which is. WandaVision, the American miniseries. WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah, it goes up, Hawk. It goes up at the end. Um, <laughs> which is used with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Who's going to spin? I assume it would be Hawk. Um, so this is the Disney Plus series that just premiered a couple of weeks ago, January 15th. And it's still running. We are at the seventh episode. Just yeah, uh, just went by. This, was it seven? Eight is this We're week. We're going going into eight and nine. Eight and nine, right, the last so two. Nine, no, right. I forgot they didn't yeah. do a round number. That's why it confused me. So in this series, Elizabeth Nine's a pretty Olsen. round number if you think about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> More <laughs> so, <laughs> hexagonal. Oh, we should talk about that. So this uh, series stars Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany reprising their roles as Wanda Maximoff and Vision from the film series. Um, we also get uh, a number of other recurring characters, which we will talk about in the episode so we're gonna do a quick rundown of the first seven episodes like a quick summary our reactions to it um i'm gonna read the first one and then we'll split it around so episode one was called film before live studio audience newlywed couple wanda and vision move into a town of westview in the 1950s setting despite vision being an android and wanda having telekinesis and reality warping abilities they attempt to blend in (coughs) excuse me one day they notice a heart drawn on the calendar, but neither can remember what the occasion is. While Vision goes to his job at Computational Services, Inc., Wanda decides that the heart represents their anniversary. Their neighbor, Agnes, introduces herself to Wanda and helps her prepare to celebrate that night. Vision amazes his co-workers with his speed, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, and then he's reminded that he is actually hosting his boss for dinner that night. Hijinks ensues at night during the the during the dinner and um 
Mr. Hark ends up choking on his food. Vision uses his actual abilities to save him. All this takes place in the fictional sitcom WandaVision, which someone is watching on a television. What did you guys think of the first episode? It was a lot. We didn't really know what we were getting, and then we saw that first episode, and we were just like... I loved it. I thought it yeah. was everything I'd hoped it would be because I was like, okay, I'm like just the episode itself. I'm like, this is awesome. The commercial I popped for because I'm like, yeah, Stark Industries, this is awesome. <laughs> and then we get that little taste of something else at the very end. And I was like, holy shit. Okay, what is going on? Yeah, I didn't mention that each of these episodes has a commercial set in it. And the one during the first episode is for a toaster from Stark Industries called the Toastmate 2000 toaster oven. It's actually really mm-hmm. cool. There's only, because it's a black white, the only glimpse of color we got in this episode was the light in the toaster, mm-hmm. which was really interesting. It was red. And what color was that light? Red. All right. Any other thoughts on the first episode? What did you guys think of it when you saw it? I was so, I, I love where they decided to take this. Uh, I know people's complaints about it have been that it's slow and that they don't, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I just love that they threw themselves into the, the, the production values that they were aiming for, like with 50 styles. Like you mentioned in that, that they, they sought out the old lenses for the cameras mm-hmm. and that. We've mentioned that off screen. Yeah. So, so for yeah. each of the, each of the decades, they used the proper lenses, the proper lighting, including the proper light bulbs to light mm-hmm. these, um, these scenes and shoot it as it was on at that time. They also used all the practical effects they would use at the time. So in the fifties, when we saw the plates moving around, it was all on wires. The only Mm -hmm. digital effect we saw in the first episode was when vision broke the the mold of the 1950s husband and used his actual powers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like he actually had to break character in that. Yeah. At that point, we didn't know what was going on. Why, why that moment, why was this guy choking? Well, well, that that particular scene was so powerful, I think, because the 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 way that particular uh, era of TV, everything was so pleasant and happy and and, Mm -hmm. and everything was solved by the end of the episode with a a good news kind of thing. But it got really um, uncomfortable and creepy when she kept saying, stop it, stop it. (laughs) Having Deborah Jo Rupp as the 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 wife in that first episode was perfect. Perfect thing. Like, yeah, that. Because they, they wanted to make the audience feel uncomfortable, and I think they yeah. did a good job. And they, they do that sort of throughout the series. There's little points of the episodes where there's just discomfort. Like, I know we're going to get to it, but there's a there's a part, I think, in the third episode um, where I think they're – no, the, I think it was the fourth, when they're in the 80s. And um, mm, yeah. And and she goes, should should I start Five. should I start again? Should I go back yeah. and start again? Yeah. And everyone's looking at each other. At each other. It's like, okay, this mm-hmm. they want to make it – seem awkward i was gonna read all of these synopses but they're really long so i'm just gonna sum it up really fast yeah we can see the first yeah yeah Yeah. so any other final thoughts on the first episode we'll move on because we'll go get back to it right i I thought it was a great start point i I like the fact that when they launched the series they launched the first two episodes simultaneously so you should like again people should have watched them back to back they kind of would have got what was going on yeah. So the Hopefully. second ep- second episode is called Don't Touch That Dial. It's set in the 60s. So we move forward at 10, 10 years. Mm-hmm. And in this one, we get um, uh, Wanda and Vision. They're sort of uh, getting ready for this uh, neighborhood talent show. And we find out that um, things aren't as they seem. Vision gets gum stuck in his gears and, you know, hilarity ensues. You know, back in mm-hmm. the day, like Bewitch would would do one of those funny magic is drunk and weird episodes. And you do yeah. that with this. And um, we find some some key scenes in this is Wanda finding a toy helicopter, which is red. Um, and then um, that's the one 
uh, part of color. And then by the end of it, we find out that, uh, you know, they win this competition. It's for the children. And Wanda ends children. up... <laughs> yeah, Wanda ends up becoming pregnant uh, at the mm. end. Um, the commercial in this episode is for um, a watch by Strucker. What do you guys think of this episode? Um, there's a couple things that, again, we kind of skipped. There was also the instance where the radio, she was sitting her radio and the radio yep, seemed yep. to start speaking to her. Uh, there's also, we can't ignore the beekeeper. Hmm. Beekeeper mm-hmm. then and Wanda rewinds end, right? time. Yeah, where we actually see Wanda rewind time to go back to before they went outside the house and just yeah. ignore that that had happened. Fair, fair. We also got Emma Col- Caulfield in this, this episode. Yes. Too, and we know awesome. she's obviously Mephisto because she already played a demon in a previous Clearly. Clearly. Yeah, series. That checks out. That logic checks yeah. out. I know. You heard it here first, folks. Right on. It's uh, typecasting, though, is the shitty thing, right? Yeah, it's unfortunate. She's just wonderful. (laughs) Play to your strengths. But uh, (laughs) no, I I really dug the episode. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, Like I said, I like I love the little nods, like the Strucker watches. As soon as I saw that, I lost my mind because it's the watch with the little Hydra symbol. Um, Baron Strucker, obviously, I was like, oh, that is a deep dive for those that remember that bit of the movie when they first showed up. Oh yeah, yeah, he was the bad guy. (laughs) Um, I also love the fact that we actually get to see at the end of the episode after she does the time and she becomes pregnant all of a sudden color gets introduced Mm -hmm. it's kind of a Pleasantville kind of thing that happened yeah Yeah, it was literally when they they switched from 70s to or 60s to 70s color got introduced so it's like oh snap okay so she's definitely playing with something here thanks for the follow sad boy Uh, and hey heel hugs he's in the chat hello Um, hello this, oh snap! What the hell? What? Um, what else happened in two that was really good? Uh, I love the the animated parts. That it was so bewitched when they did that. Like, yeah, we didn't. We haven't even talked about the theme songs, which we'll get to at near the end of the. I would watch. I would think I would watch an entire like animated show of Wandavision. Yeah, pretty yeah. awesome. One hundred percent. All right, we move on to episode three. Now in color, set in the seventies. Um, this is the episode where Wanda gets gives birth to her kids and we meet uh we were introduced to a character named geraldine in the last episode and she becomes more important in the 70s she actually ends up uh delivering the babies with um wanda so we get billy and tommy who are very important in the comics world uh the commercial (laughs) the commercial in this episode is for hydra soak bath powder Mm mm-hmm What'd you guys think? This 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 was one of my favorite episodes, purely because of the whole deal. Uh, thanks for uh, following wrestling. Oh, WrestlePunk. Yeah. WrestlePunk, what's up, bud? Yeah. Um, so, uh, what was I saying? One of my favorite parts. I love the 70s aesthetic. I love the Brady Bunch. So, seeing that and having them in, when she was going through her contractions, her fake contractions, and, like, just shit started flying all over the place and electricity started going off, I thought that was hilarious. What was it? What was the bird that she kept manifesting? The stork. The stork. The, stork. Yeah. <laughs> the one she had painted onto the baby's bedroom wall. Right, was no. stork suddenly that kept got showing brought up. to life. I like yeah. that she kept on trying to, you know, magic it away, and it was just, like... Shoo the shoo the red powder away of oh, the yeah. red smoke, hilarious. But it's oh. so cool the sets that they use because each house, each time that they change a decade, the house sort of reminds you of a house from a from a sitcom that we've seen before, yes. right? Like I think when we get yeah. to the eighties, especially, it looks just oh, like the Full House. Hundred yeah. percent. Thanks for follow Target X. Yeah. So is it not worrying that the number of things like the number of products now are like because at first it was like Stark Industries, it's like okay, yeah, that's popular, like Hydra. 
We're like Hydra stuff in the sixties. Is that not like worrying? See, this is what got me to. I didn't even catch that right away with it because they said it was, you know, it's new hydro soak bath powder. I'm like, oh, yeah. hydro water. Like I heard hydro soak. Mm, yeah. So I didn't even include me the first time I watched it. And I was like, oh, it's hydra. That's mm. funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, the the commercials are really cool. There's so many theories about the them being like different infinity stones or stuff like that, um, which we will get to. We will get to uh, any other things about the the pregnancy episode other than the hilarity. Um, I mean, the fact that there was the reveal that Geraldine was affiliated with Sword, which we'd oh, see yeah. a lot of Sword, a Sword imagery. In the, like, in the first one, there was the notebook in the reality. In the second one, there was the helicopter and the beekeeper. And now this with Geraldine with the Sword pendant and then her getting ultimately ejected and landing yeah. around a bunch of sword vehicles like we like so sword is involved somewhere here but we knew we know it's nothing funny about because it. yeah we were we were talking about how they were talking about sword but we hadn't really seen it and then mm -hmm. when she gets ejected right outside of the town and we see mm -hmm. like that et-esque like helicopters and soldiers yeah. and scientists all running up to geraldine mm -hmm. so awesome so awesome um uh, i think matt Moore, you need to jump into the chat because you got Hold a on. fan following in there I gotta see. I can't. Oh yeah, you got. Um, thanks for the, all the follows, guys. Um, <laughs> we got Lady Baby Girl saying, "Dang, uh, we got raided." It's mad. Yeah. Uh, cold yeah. There's place a lot. Dad, Jesus. You are cold place, Dad. <laughs> oh, it's Target. Oh, Lady Red. Who else we got? Deshaun. Heal Iceman. The Iceman. Demented. demented. Oh, uh, man. Smitty. Smitty session. Yeah, I don't know you, who, I'm sure I know who Fat Kid 1391 is. I don't know who it is on this though. And the bits. Oh, hey, no. cheers! Yeah. Oh, it's Eddie. Nice, Eddie. All right, let's move on to episode four. We're <laughs> four, gonna. Four. We just have to keep on reading. Uh, Matt, you 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 take care of chat. I'll keep following it's that. You I'll you follow that. <laughs> episode four is when we actually move over to the real world. We find out what happened leading up to the events in that we had just seen on the TV show. Um, Sword is the. Um, sort of like shield but with uh sentient weapons now and remember that that episode starts with the blip right yeah when, yeah when yes i was gonna get there so we find out that uh um so like my like uh michael said we start off with the blip and we see <laughs> it was it was played for humor when we saw the blip happen in um spider-man far from home but in mm -hmm. this one we see like sort of the terror that happens because mm -hmm. uh monica uh, Rambo returns in a hospital where there's so much chaos because people <laughs> don't know what's happening, and um, it's it's such an amazing thing. We find out that her mother um, had died um, while she was away in the blip, which is sort of sad. Sort of, it's very sad. <laughs> um, she ends up returning to Sword and going back on duty, where she meets um, Agent Wu, who we met from the from the Ant Man series. Yeah, um, and. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's all the all the them trying to figure out what happened going into this just giant shield around this city in New Jersey that people don't know is there. There's some sort of amnesia. And then she gets sick, sucked in. So Sword calls in all these scientists and we see Darcy from the Thor movies teaming up with Agent Wu to figure out what's happening. And they find out that there's certain waves that are causing this television's um, frequency. CMBR, I believe they called it. Yeah. Cosmic, cosmic wave background radiation from the Big Bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were also waves on top of that, right? It was extended. And that's where yeah. the television signals were coming from. And they ended up watching. They see that Monica gets ejected, and I'm pretty sure that's how it ends, right? Mm -hmm. Thoughts on this episode? 
I I love the opening and that, uh, you know, again, going back to the blip and that, how it's like, you know, it was played for humor in Spider-Man Homecoming and that. And this is like, you know, actually seeing one of the people in that who is actually reassembled by the blip and that like particle by particle and consciousness by consciousness as we're hearing all the dialogue from uh, Captain Marvel not mm -hmm. uh, being kind of replaced in her head. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, just seeing the chaos was wonderful. I thought. I thought yeah, was it was. Really it was cool. actually really cool to see just people reforming as the world came back. And again, it was seeing real world repercussions from the blip, which we had not really like. We'd seen sort of the after effects. Mm -hmm. We'd never seen other people reforming in the middle of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, David. You're saying especially in a hospital setting. Yeah. Well, I think this was my favorite episode actually, just because we got to see the most of what like what ha happens on the ground level. Yeah. in the marvel universe like we and it was, still wasn't a lot but it was enough to because of how big a deal something like that would be where like in you know avengers it was like it just happens and you don't really see anything you just see like the hero show up which is obviously awesome but in um and in far from home it, it you know it's all played for jokes and in this it's like like there's real damage happening to people's lives when this thing happens yeah even if yeah. when we're listening to acting director Tyler Hayward when he talks about how all these things were implemented because of the blip um, mm -hmm. like it like we know that Monica was, should have been the director that's obvious right um, mm -hmm. but with it with her being gone he ended up becoming the douchebag in charge yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, any other thoughts on this episode we'll move on a uh, bit of trivia go for it uh, I don't know if I mentioned on a previous podcast but uh, Randall Park uh, you know the card trick Yes, learned, learned it that day from a, a magician. Yeah, from a magician they brought on to set and that train to do it. <laughs> I, we didn't mention this earlier, but each of the episodes has a specific aspect ratio, and mm -hmm. for when it, whenever they're in the real life, they get the cinematic ratio that the movies are in. Like we'll mm -hmm. see later when we get to the 2000 and 2010s, they do the widescreen, but it's the full widescreen, not the cinematic widescreen. Um, I have yeah, sorry, a comment sorry. just just about the overall distribution strategy of of Disney Plus, and the fact that before this episode came out, right, we had talked about how Monica came flying through the the barrier and she was lying there, and, and like that created so much hype. I remember talking to so many people about that. What do you think this means? What, and and they instead of doing like the Netflix model where they just put it all out, like put all ten episodes out and you can binge them they created so much of this. You have to watch it. You have to talk to your friends about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, you have to build up the hype. It's brilliant. And there hasn't been a single episode. I mean, one and two, we were like, Oh, this is interesting. I'm kind of curious about where it's going to go. But from this point forward, every single episode ends on a point where you want to run and, and call somebody and tell them every one of your theories. It's amazing. Yeah. This is like, and we're getting, weeks and weeks of marvel now like since wandavision started we're gonna get the making of and then we're gonna get a movie and then we're gonna get the next series oh no wait then we're gonna get the next series then we're gonna get a movie then we're yeah. gonna get another series it's just like constant marvel now and we need that because it's yeah we yeah. need we've, it we've all earned it we've been through a lot we've earned this marvel damn yep. straight yeah. thank you marvel. Yeah. like 2020 was our was our basically our blip yeah, <laughs> yeah. no marvel for an entire year and then all of a sudden Bam. Oh, We're back man. in the game. All right. And we move on to episode five, which is the 1980s, the Full House uh, Growing Pains-esque episode. And, uh, family Ties. Don't family Ties. Sorry, family, yeah, family Ties. Family Ties, yeah. man. My, yeah. my, my bad. I it was looks hoping like we get a Who's the Boss. 
We didn't, but, yeah, we didn't really get a yeah. the boss. The Family yeah, Ties, yeah. it looked like the set from Family Ties, which was really mm-hmm. creepy and weird and awesome. <laughs> um, does someone want to... Uh, I'll, I'll take it. 1980s. Uh, this is when we find out that the kids start aging. Uh, so they aged up to five, and then they get mm-hmm. a dog. <laughs> and then the dog... No, wait. Then they age up no, to ten they because f- they're not old enough. Because they weren't old enough at five, so they yeah. they age up to ten. Yeah, so they age themselves up, which is mm-hmm. great. Um, then hilarity ensues. The kids go around. We don't know where Vision is. He ends up. Um, where did Vision go? This was the Halloween episode, yeah. No, Halloween no, no, is the no, next no, one. No, 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 right. Yeah, the one right just... before. This well, is the one where he went to work and his coworker freaked out, right? Yeah, she. Yes. He. Um. He. Un, he. Uh, he, he releases. Him. His, yeah. his his mind, and he finds out that Did, didn't he also see the email? He saw from, the email. That's why he yes. did the brain thing. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. And we find out he finds out that uh, there are people actually under, like personalities under, and they're being kept mm-hmm. under by someone. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and Tommy and Billy they end up losing their dog, and Agnes finds it dead. Um, sort of like ate the, some, it ate uh, some poisonous sparky. bushes. It ate some poisonous bushes, Poor and um, they they try and get Wanda to bring the dog back. They're like, "You can bring people back to life," and she's like, "You shouldn't do that," and mm-hmm. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> and womp womp. And then the end of the episode, Wanda and Vision fight because Vision wants her to explain what's happening because he doesn't know what's really happening. He doesn't really remember anything before being in Westview. Oh, is that where she tried to roll credits? Yeah, that's where she rolls credits. <laughs> hey, now, was it this episode or the next one where they actually had the, for lack of a better term, they had the, the vampire fighting sense where they both started levitating at each that other. That was this one. That okay. was this one, yeah. I, that shot I love. It's like, what is going on? I'm like, why are you having an 80s vampire fight? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so they start it's, fighting and then and then the doorbell, like, Wanda says that she doesn't know what's happening and she doesn't know how it all started, which is really important. Um, mm-hmm. Then the doorbell rings and we find out that Pietro is back, her brother, her, who had died in Age of Ultron, but it's not the Pietro of the the yeah. MCU. It's the Pietro of the Mar- of the Fox, the Fox X Men films X universe, yeah. which is just she recast Pietro, which is just incredible. Um, yeah, thoughts on this episode? I, I, I audibly screamed when that happened. I literally almost yeah. flipped a table over because I was losing my mind. Yep, yep. I know um, cool. this one like. Because, you know, I don't think we've really kind of clarified up to this point that, we, you know, we we realize that Wanda has been in control of everything at this point. Mm-hmm. We don't know why she's doing it, uh, but we do the, we do know that she is the one responsible. And mm-hmm. we think at least yeah. at all signs have pointed to she is in complete control of this universe. Because mm-hmm. then I mean, when point. she lost the concentration, when she was having contractions is when things started to go weird because she couldn't concentrate. Yeah. Yeah. And that argument with vision, she keeps trying to deflect it. You think I'm in control yeah. of everybody, getting everybody to dentist appointments and dog walking. Where are the children? There are no children around. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love Darcy so much as as these episodes so go funny. on. Like just just her watching the episodes and making comments yeah. and stuff. Her, while she's eating Wu, popcorn. X Files. She's a yes. Yeah, Darcy and Wu needs to be the next series that they do. Yeah. Don't just even care on, what it is. Ongoing series. Just call it Darcy and Wu. That's a great name, actually. Yeah. 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 And I mean, we, we can make it happen. I mean, we were able to get the uh, the Strange New Worlds uh, in Star Trek, right? Because enough fans wanted it. Mm-hmm. Right? It. We'll uh, start a petition. Show, so let's, that's, that's let's, let's get this that's going. Works, yeah. right? There are dozens of us. I think it's a pretty universal feeling that there needs to be a Darcy and Wu 
spinoff. Just yeah. them ex- exactly just them investigating weird Marvel occurrences. That'd be amazing. Um, I didn't mention that last episode did not have a commercial because it was set in the real world. This one does have a commercial, and it's for Lagos paper towels for when you need to, you know, oh, clean up those clean big up messes. those messes. <laughs> that was a deep cut. I mean, that would be that would right there tell you that like Wanda's not in control of these commercials, right? Because she's not going to bring that up. <laughs> no, but other people the, could. This seemed more like this commercial seemed to deck directly tie into her subconscious and guilt uh-huh. yeah that. so like it kind of leads me to believe all these commercials have something to do with emotional pain and that and trauma oh, for sure. well, on I mean, the subconscious I mean, level if you think kind of going through the whole thing they i mean even the commercials have all had ties to wanda yeah because yeah. there was the, yeah. the stark stuff which is what caused a lot of their pain struck her and hydra which is how she got her powers logos like it's all tying in it's in order yeah, and chronologically, what's been going on. So, I mean, it all kind of is telling a story in a very interesting way. For sure. And and one of the running theories right now is that the, the man and woman that we see in those commercials are actually her parents. Magneto? Right. <laughs> yes, Magneto. <laughs> Not till the movie. Different different, different universe. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> Could be. Um, does someone want to do the, the Halloween special? Because I got to go bathroom. Okay, okay. I... Yeah, I'll, yeah. you guys summarize it and then I'll just go off about how great it was. I'll just read this All super right. fast. This is episode six, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Called All New Halloween Spooktacular. In a late 1990s, early 2000s setting, Wanda uh, wants to spend wants to send Tommy and Billy's first Halloween together as a family, but Vision tells her that he's going to patrol the streets with the neighborhood watch, but actually he's lying. Uh, Pietro offers to step in as the father figure and takes the boys trick-or-treating, causing mischief with his super speed, which Tommy is revealed to have inherited. Which, how do you inherit something from your uncle? Mm. Uh, Family genetics. <laughs> meanwhile, Vision explores further away from the house and finds residents of Westview standing frozen in their positions, including Agnes. Vision speaks Agnes' real self, and she tells him that she that he is dead. Uh, outside Westview, Hayward t- uh, orders Monica, Darcy, and Jimmy to leave the base for disagreeing with his decision to attack Wanda, but they sneak inside. Uh, they hack into his computer and discover that he has been tracing Vision's vibranium signature. Vision tries to push through the static wall, but he begins to disintegrate. Billy senses this and tells Wanda, who expands the hexagonal uh, static wall, which at this point I think they're calling the hex. The I hex, think this yeah. Is the yeah. Called the hex. It's catching uh, on. Vision, Darcy, and several sword agents are enveloped by the new boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, I never thought we would ever get... Wanda, Vision, Pietro, Tommy, and Billy to actually wear their comic book costumes on screen in a way that didn't look stupid. And by God, I, as soon as they said, it's a Halloween episode, I'm like, oh, they're going to have all of them in costume. And I was like, they, I, I thought they would do Wanda and Vision, obviously, because we'd seen the yeah. Wanda thing, so we knew yeah. this thing. But the fact that we got Pietro to do the, the OG Quicksilver, the fact oh. that we got Tommy and Billy to do their new avengers oh my god it was so good which Um, again i was like that is brilliant they even did the wingtips for quicksilver yeah really Mm. like yeah (laughs) like they translated it it directly into reality and it was as goofy as it was going to look because that's how it would look in reality if someone's hair was styled that way i was wondering which version of vision they were going to do because my favorite is the full white vision um 
Yeah, that was always the. He was also the really OP vision, though. Like yeah, that, yeah, that vision was like just basically God mode all he the was, time. He was the one I grew up with, so you know, yeah. there's that, that 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 little bit in my heart. But the green and having him be a Mexican wrestler, hilarious. That was the greatest seg- like explanation for what he was gonna like how they explained <laughs> what he was doing. It's like, but I know you love the Mexican. Just hearing Paul Bettany say Mexican wrestler made me smile. <laughs> what what else did you guys mention when I was gone? Uh, we literally just I just, just read just the summary. Word. Yeah, yeah I didn't, I, you can talk about the commercial. I didn't talk about the commercial. Oh yeah, the commercial was a claymation um, set one, sort of like those uh, old. <laughs> what were they? Those sunny, not sunny D's. Um, they were Gogurt. Yo, yo, there's a lot yeah. of sad, like Saturday morning cartoons. Like clay, yeah, the claymation ones from the nineties, um, yeah. and it was um, a Yo Magic yogurt. Yes. So this one. <laughs> Was so mm-hmm. creepy and so it wonderfully done. Yeah. It was dark. Mm-hmm. It was it was nice that she the 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 character couldn't like get to the magic in time before it died. Oh, so cool. Yeah. Or to, like or stopped like they couldn't. It was being stopped. I it, he, it was it would never open. That was yeah. he would always have the yogurt that he would never be able to open. <laughs> Doug Dimas Don Doug Dimadomes. Stranded on it. Um. This, I mean, else? this is supposed to represent that she can't save Vision, right? Or um, magic has been such a like. It's a if, it's a monkey's paw kind of thing. Yeah, there's there's mm. a lot. Like yeah, there's good, always a catch. Good, good a catch. Bad, yeah. Again, this yeah. one genuine. This one genuinely confused me. I didn't know what what was supposed to be addressing. I knew it had to relate to Vision and that after like there. This is the one where I know I'm going to get a bit of. We're going to get into theories on this, but this is the one where people first started having theories as to who the actual villain of the piece was because that sort of manifestation of what someone wants but with a twist is linked very heavily to a marvel character that we have not seen yet Mm -hmm. uh which we'll get to when we start talking theories but that was this was the first time where people were like that's the big flag that this might involve this one of these characters Mm -hmm. um other important things in this uh episode is the the whole scene with agnes in the car and like visions in that cul-de-sac there and people are stuck because they're not i guess the 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 power hasn't she's not controlling them she was was trying to leave and then she got out of the range and oh i was talking about the regular people that were around yeah yeah, yeah. i couldn't move it's like it seems like the her power has some sort of a uh like kind of like a range well i i think she was still controlling them but they didn't have to do motions because the main action uh, wasn't over there yeah that's thing they were just always in they were always in place for if they showed up in that area they would start moving but if as soon as she got far enough away they were just in stasis that one lady that was crying yeah she she had the tear coming down her face brutal that was so good i know so basically what vision wandered backstage what do you think of the scene with agnes in the car that was uh, like again that was one of those i'm like oh because we had just seen it with his co-worker we're like oh shit like this is agnes who's like a main player and she's still in the same situation as everyone else and i remember when this happened and people like we had a lot of people that i had been talking to were like well she's obviously agatha harkness right Mm -hmm. um and then this is the scene where people were like i don't know if it's her because she's sort of she yeah. went normal at that point. See, that the thing, was the thing it wasn't Agatha doing. Harkness that I ever thought she was. I thought really? she was Auntie A. Because she called herself Auntie A. Yeah. Which is a different character. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Out of the silence, you're like, oh, shit, I thought <laughs> of that. Yeah, was, yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm thinking, I'm now thinking of stuff. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so, sorry. Um, 
Any other thoughts on this scene? So, there, this there was also was so the, good. There, there was the cool scene where Vision was walking through, like he went through the barrier, and yes. then it was it was tearing him back into the hex, mm-hmm. and he and he yells out to Darcy, he's like, "Help them!" You know, and yeah, yeah, and, and so you, you sort of get this sense that that Vision is stuck in there, like he can't mm-hmm. he can't exist outside of it, right? Mm-hmm. That's our first sort of glimpse to see that, right? Well, no, this, it just leaves a vibranium husk behind, and that wall, the reality that this magic mm-hmm. has shaped in that yeah. to bring him alive, just keeps just gets pulled back into the hex. Well, and that was the thing, too, is like I remember, I think, I don't know if it was this episode or the previous one where we had seen her breaking into steal his body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. His body was in pieces in that lab. And if you looked at the parts that were ripping away were the pieces that were missing. Yeah. That had, that, like, it basically was like it, the hex was pulling back everything it had used to fill him in. So it was just going to leave with what, yeah. leave what was actually left. So and, I, and that was part of what Sword was actually working on. Like in one yeah. of the earlier episodes, he says that they were starting to work on AI and they're starting to work on weapons, sentient yeah. weapons. And really, you four. find out that 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 they he, that she broke into a Sword facility to get Vision because they were working on Vision. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and broke into it with minimal effort too from yeah. the video mm. footage. It's like, no. oh, that's not good. Wasn't Anti A Agatha? I'm pretty sure they're the same character. Are they the same? They might be. I'm pretty sure. She's the one, Auntie A's the one who raised Wanda. That's Agatha. Um, I'm, I'm not refuting that. I'm just, I need to check because I might have gotten my brain. Okay, I'm pretty around. sure they're the same character. That's why you sort of threw me. I was like, Quite likely. are they the same? Um, yeah, sorry. Um, they, were, they were talking about Cataract, right? The Cataract program, which yeah. Darcy mm-hmm. had uncovered. Um, and we're, I think, at least at this point, we're pretty sure that's what Vision is, right? He's some sort mm-hmm. of living weapon that they're trying to develop against his living will, which they actually mentioned in this episode yes. as well. All right. We're going to move on to the most recent episode, episode seven. We hit the mid to late 2000s, the modern family happy endings episode called Breaking the Fourth Wall. Um, this one, we have... Um, Wanda sort of going through this staycation thing where um, she's sort of trying to come to terms with what has happened so far in the series. So she lets Agnes take the the kids away so that she can work on herself. Um, Vision, on the other hand, so I know phrasing. <laughs> um, no, no, it was just, I was going to say it was such a brilliant, like modern family. She, um, it was like perfectly done. The mom in modern family, like she perfectly was like her on there anyway um vision on the other hand is team has teamed up with darcy who was stuck in the the hexagon and they're trying to make their way back to the house but are being delayed because of reasons we don't know why maybe maybe wanda that's what people are thinking on the outside world we have um we have uh, our trio of uh heroes uh, monica jimmy Oh, not true. Our duo trying to get back into the hex, and we see Monica actually push her way through the barrier. Um, had we hadn't mentioned earlier, but her cells had changed, having gone through the barrier twice, like at a molecular level. And the third one would actually really, really change her. And we see her getting supercharged. Um, there's this beautiful sequence where she's going through the barrier, and we hear. Um, different scenes from Captain America, not Captain America. Oops, uh, Captain Marvel. Marvel. And it's her sort of growing up and her being a hero and them talking about how Auntie Carol is a hero and how she needs to glow before she can meet her, which is really interesting. And she mm-hmm. comes through, lands into the modern family world, does a three-point stance and you know sees the world in a different way. 
Oh man, she ends up going to the house where Wanda is and confronts her, and they do this sort of standoff where they fight, and we see that Monica is super powered. So wonderful. Um, I mm-hmm. didn't dab. Sorry. I did. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah. I should do it too. I'm on it. You should. Yeah. You actually get the same pings I do, so you exactly. should be doing it. Yeah, my dab sucks. So she's, so she's photon now, right? Or, or that's her mom's. Um, Don't know. She might be. She 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 had a couple different names. She has she has something about to happen with her. We yeah. don't know what exactly. Yeah. Okay. Spectrum so, was the other one, right? Spectrum yeah, and Captain really. Marvel. That would make sense because she could see. I'd put more bank on Spectrum than I would on anything else. I and hope it's Photon, just because it's her mom's call sign. They could also be a hike. They could do a hybrid like original thing for this because they can. Yeah. It's, or it's maybe Marvel. no nickname at all because you know, no clever that's, nickname. No, maybe. <laughs> that's funny. Um, so they stand <laughs> off, and Agnes ends up pulling away Wanda to go to her house. Wanda mm-hmm. ends up looking for the kids because you know her twins are there, and she's like, "Where are they?" And Agnes says, "Go to the basement where yeah, the kids playing are playing." In the basement. And we find out that Agatha has her own little creepy room. <laughs> That uh, mm-hmm. has like so vines many growing on the wall. Vines growing on the wall. There's there yeah. there's so much imagery. There's a two demonic signs and things that's glowing red. And then Agatha comes down and says, "You think you're the only person with magic? Glad to meet you. Finally meet you. My name is Agatha Harkness. Because it was Agatha. And then we get oh, oh, oh. the best song ever, which shows oh, um, yeah. Agatha actually pulling the strings of this whole series. Yeah. So. I even killed yeah. Sparky too. That was a great thing. Uh, mad props to um, who? Who are they? Catherine the creators, Han. Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn for playing Agatha. But I was gonna say Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez, who are yep. the duo that created all the theme songs um, for this series. Mm-hmm. They're the they're the two that created Frozen, and mm-hmm. Robert Lopez created Avenue Q. And um, what was the other one? What was the Book other of Mormon. One? Book of Mormon. Yes, there mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Um, just brilliant. Uh, they had a really good interview on Q not too long ago where they talked about it was how it was nice writing songs that didn't have to really influence a show like yeah. like doing a musical. <laughs> so they had a lot of blasts. Like, they can just, just write songs that are kind of fun and silly that don't have any significant exactly. plot driving purposes. Except for Agnes, I guess. Um, yeah, and then and also to explore different styles and modes from their you know television shows growing up. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Whew. Um, so this episode, a lot happened, guys. Oh, yeah. uh, this is... Oh, we left out the most important part. Oh. Snooper's gonna snoop. Oh, yeah. This is the first one, because this has happened in the 2010s. Um, wait, 2010s? 20, 2000s Yeah, the 2000s. Yeah, 2000s. Um, when, uh, mid-credit stuff started happening, so they ended, mm-hmm. added one into the credits, which is amazing. That was a good mm-hmm. callback to their own thing (laughs) with with uh monica showing up at the house and opening the basement and about to go down right before pietro not i don't know if he knocked her out but he definitely confronted her and you know said snooper's gonna snoop yeah and he's wearing we'd seen of him he'd gotten blasted across the town square by uh wanda wanda yeah yep 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 oh man um so much to unpack what did you guys think this episode's one of my favorites so um so yeah exciting. yeah yeah it also the one thing i love it also kind of follows um a trend that happened especially in the thousands where usually one of the one of the last few episodes is typically where there's the big plot reveal of the story and then yep. the penultimate episode is always the big like battle episode and then you have the recap at the end so they're 
following the trend. Like even just in the long game, they were following the trends of television. Yeah, no, they get the thousands where it's like, you know, we have to give that tease, but we're not going to get building. And then it's like, here's the big reveal. It's so crazy how meticulous the creators of the show are, right? Yeah. Like just, mm. just everything that they've done to make it authentic. It's the Marvel way. Like that's, I mean, it's amazing to see a product where the people that are running it actually give a shit about the story and put the time and the legwork and effort into it to the point where this series is kind of doing what the comics do, where like they're paying attention to continuities and making sure everything makes sense in a way that people don't usually do with franchises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that, the, you know, they've taken their time and they've, you know, they just really wanted to set things up, you know, have a deep evolving mystery in that. And it's like realized you don't have to give everybody everything at mm-hmm. once in that, you know. Exactly. Um, uh, there's something I was wondering. Um, I don't know if you guys thought about this, but um, so we see Monica power up. She's purple. Mm-hmm. Her eyes become purple. And we know that Wanda has read for her powers because mm-hmm. she was... She was influenced by the reality stone, right? I thought Monica's eyes were more of a blue. Well, yeah, I thought it was purple. I, it was maybe. a bluish purple, but it was like a that sort of in-between, almost like ultraviolety type color. Interesting. Because we'll, we'll have to that's see. the like and then she her vision is she can see into the uh, other parts of the electromagnetic spectrum. So yeah. that would make sense if her character was spectrum before. Yeah. Or, or in the comics or whatever. So, so if it was blue like, would be the heard that because like blue is just like actually blue isn't even no, it's you know indigo or whatever, right? Like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, sorry, where I was going with this is that yeah, we yeah. seem to that there are these characters are based on the different um, like colors different, of the stones. If, yeah, the different stones. So we have uh, Wanda with her reality changing stuff from the reality stone. We have mm-hmm. Captain Marvel's power coming from the space stone, um, and then and we and then we have Ag- Agatha and Monica blue and purple. Do we think they're part of these stones type power is that a, a thing that they're trying th- to do i think that's becoming a bit of a stretch yeah yeah um, aren't they aren't we done with the stones at this point like yeah. isn't that kind of the big deal because they're Cause like, gone like a right? great example is they like that logic would work but if you remember um dr strange's magic was fueled by the, the time, time stone. stone which was green and his stuff was orange so that's i think fair. the color coding although doesn't really whenever he did time stuff it did turn green yeah. It, yeah. When it was time specifically, but you know what I mean? Like it's the same kind of thing where I don't think the colors and I could be wrong because again, like they're usually very particular if they're using colors for stuff, there's a reason, mm-hmm. but I don't think that there it's necessarily linked in with um, the, the stones at this point. Yeah. Interesting. More that, like the aftershock of the stones and that the stones have already changed like the continuity and the reality of the universe and that. And mm-hmm. it's like, these are kind of the aftershocks of it. What, I well, mean, there's did, the possibility that when Thanos destroyed the stones, that radiation kicks out because the stones are from before the start of the universe, right? That's the whole yeah. deal. So that kicks out all this because they, they knew that the stones had been used. They could, they could read that in yes. uh, infinity or Endgame. Yeah. So like they're, they can probably read, they can read all this stuff. Like we know they have the technology so it's quite possible that they can still find ways to maybe mimic. Yeah. And, and like, we wonder like if, we can, if, you know, I wonder if they actually have been destroyed. Right. Or like, because they were put back in their times. Like maybe they're just in different, maybe they're like Dragon well, Balls and they're somewhere else. But here's the thing. I think if we're well, going to, if we're going to take a sideways step into that, I mean, yes, I mean, in, in different multiverse, they may exist. I think in this particular universe, 
they were all returned to the time they came from, but there was that definitive point where Thanos destroyed them, mm-hmm. where they, they in that timeline, ceased to exist. Mm-hmm. The fact that they went back and retrieved them from different times but put them back means that they still exist in their proper time continuity, but there is that one point where they do not exist anymore. Interesting. And all that oh. energy just would have dissipated out. There's really nothing stopping any you know potential villain at this point from using either the same technology or using their own magic or whatever to go back in time or to go to different you know alternate timelines. If only there was a series involving a character that was going to jump through time coming up. Mm. Or mm. or space. Space and time. Mm. Weird. Mm. Mm. Uh, or we've something- really seen Doctor Strange go to another dimension. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, to a place where there is no time, the Dolly verse. Um, there, there was a, a commercial we didn't mention. It was in episode seven, and it was for Nexus antidepressants. That's what did you guys think? That was this one. Yeah. What did you think about this, um, especially with Wanda being a Nexus? character in the marvel comics oh, okay so so i i actually had to look this up because i didn't know what nexus characters were so maybe you guys can clarify it for me that does it mean that they aren't affected by changes in dimension and reality yeah so pretty they much yeah. they're the same in every um yeah. iteration of yeah. a universe okay. like no matter what happens in every different multi like universe dimension that character's arc stays the same it's just a consistent line through time mm-hmm. okay and this being a antidepressant commercial and that it was kind of forcing her to experience, to, you know, accept her truth and the mm-hmm. truth of her reality and that, that no matter how much she wanted to, things aren't going to change. Things for her. will never change. Yeah. yeah things yeah. are not going to change for her. Wow. These commercials are so fucking good. That's yeah, why I thought the last one was about her not being able to say vision. Yeah. Which yeah, also it, was very accurate. It, it was a futile effort. Like, and she had to, kill him right yeah. and then they even talk about that and in, in yeah, right? yeah, like, the fact that she killed him and then thanos rewinds time like she t- no, yeah she, yeah darcy tells yeah, vision had, that in she the had truck. To, yeah, she had to kill you yeah. and then thanos rewound time and she watched yeah. you die again yeah and it was just again, mere weeks ago which is even crazier to think I that know. it not that well, much for, time no, is, for him yeah for, well, the, for all of them right right because she got wiped i forgot that she was wait yeah. did she get yeah, yeah she, she, she was yeah, yeah yeah so so yeah she for her it would have been like it had just would have just happened man this this yeah. show there is uh one theory i wanted to bring up um have we talked we haven't talked about the book in the agatha's no, uh, cellar no, yet go for not it. yet so, we've uh, seen the dark hold on agents of shield that's right yeah um, and people are saying maybe this is the mcu's version of it and i hope not I, um, yeah i hope not because i would really love to see gabriel luna show up as ghost rider in one of these shows at some point because mm-hmm. he was awesome oh yeah. speaking of we didn't mention this in the news but daredevil um punisher okay. um iron fist and jessica jones have all gone back to marvel now yes yeah yeah, the timeline's all up on those, so they're now all Marvel properties again. Yeah. Well, they're now they're full Marvel property now. They're not, yeah, yeah. not co-pro shared under anymore. the Disney banner. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Smith says <laughs> Nicholas Cage is Ghost Rider only. No. no <laughs> oh. Ghost Rider is actually amazing. His yeah, his Ghost Rider was actually pretty good. That was a we'll lot. Of the di- we'll yeah. split the difference and we'll recast it as with Diego Luna. He needs work. Does he yeah, <laughs> There's probably some downtime he doesn't want. Um, Diego Luna. What else did you guys want to talk? Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry. You, we didn't sorry, finish the, the tomb talk. Yeah, I talked uh, about the book and that. Um, so there was a theory going around that it might have something to do with uh, the books of uh, uh, the book of of Cagliosa and that uh, in the in Strange's library and that. 
Yeah. Apparently somebody noticed that one of the books was missing from one of those from the racks and that and the racks were actually hexagonal shaped. I mean, weren't all were. of the sanctums like messed up as well yeah. in uh yeah. endgame? Yeah. 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 I mean they spent five years like yeah, you know, with no with basically a, a diminished compliment to protect them. So Yeah. Well there was no source for Supreme. And there was literally years. a hole in the New York one because of the uh you know Mark Ruffalo falling through the roof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um there was, and this is when when Wanda first walked into that chamber in the basement. Mm-hmm. Uh you see at the top of each column there was all those different glyphs. Yeah. One of them was the eye of Agamotto. Mm-hmm. Was it? I didn't notice yeah. that. I, I went back and actually watched and kind of went through and one of them, uh, from what you could see without being able to zoom in on clarity, it had all these signatures of the Eye of Agamotto as well as the rest of them. So I, there's a lot of speculation as to, well, not speculation. I mean, if she's a magic user, there's some tie to some sort that of... community, obviously. Well, let's talk about Agatha herself. What did you guys think of this reveal? What did you think of that <sighs> character? I think like, Having her become sort of this, I don't even know if we can say she's the villain. She has been pulling the strings, but we don't know if she's a villain. To reveal yourself as the bad guy in the like two episodes before it ends, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and to reveal yourself like, hey, oh, you, I also do magic. Like, what what is she hoping she's gonna get out of just being like revealing all this stuff? Well, I think it's gonna go. It goes to. I mean, A, we, she, we'd already seen that there was something weird with her because there was the episode where there was the mess up and she's like, "Should we? do you want me to go back? Do you want me to start over? Like, she broke character to restart the scene. Yeah. Wanda was like, looked confused as hell. And that was one of those, again, we thought, like, oh, is it a glitch? Mm. But, she but it's just her messing with her, right? Uh, uh, before before we continue, I, I want to, for, for our audio listeners, we are going to go into some theories that may spoil uh, the rest of the season. Having been avid comic book, I doubt we're going to be right, but sometimes we're right. You never know. You never know. Um, stop clock. Yeah. Especially with Agnes, uh, Agatha being such a important character in Wanda's history and a lot has happened with her already. Auntie mm-hmm. A. Uh, Matt, that's for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that was your warning. We're going to continue. Sorry, Matt Moore. That's okay. That's cool. Um, what, what were we talking about? We're talking about Agatha and how her influence over uh, oh, what has right, happened right, right. so far. So yeah, yeah, the fact they did that little jingle with the massive reveal of the fact that she's been like every point where she'd been affecting something, which all tracked. Even the bit where like we thought that Vision had unlocked her mind. And like it shows the part where he's talking, and again, like I I watched that, and I went back and watched the f- previous episode, when Vision kind of looks away and looks out, it cuts away from her face, so you can't mm. actually see her in the car. So there's a lot actually, of deception going on. Yeah. So like they made a point of like they were hiding a lot of stuff, not necessarily in plain sight, but they were hiding stuff so you couldn't see it, but you wouldn't think to look for it, and then finding out that you know she's been manipulating things from the go, which I I kind of figured because I knew there was something up with the fact. That I had heard, yeah, we'd her. heard so much about A- Agatha through like you know, spoilers <laughs> yeah. and that, yeah. And you don't cast Catherine Hahn in a non-important character role, right? Like, well, but they did Emma Caulfield, and she hasn't like she's been there, but she hasn't been like a major. But she's player. not as big as Catherine Hahn, right? Well, for fans, I for mean, fans, yeah. like it's the same kind of genre thing where fans are gonna be like, "Holy shit, it's her." Yeah, for sure. Um, but I kind of feel the same way that that like that Matt was saying that they're that that, that they're they're you know basically Wanda's been the um, 
been deceived through most of this and the characters sure. have been deceived. And I feel like us as an audience are being deceived too, because we weren't being shown what Agatha was doing until this point. But I think they made such a big deal that it was Agatha all along that, that they're trying to hide what we're going to find out in the next two episodes. I mean, it yeah. doesn't even fit the aesthetic, right? Cause it's like once it's like one of the, it's like a jingle mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah. that's not something we had. Like this is the 2010s essentially episode. Yeah. And, it, yeah. Two, uh, <laughs> and it's like, that's not something. And they went back to the 1960s at all. Uh, yeah. Jingle. Very, yeah. And, it was and, very much a look over here. Look at me. Look over yeah. here. And we yeah. always had those uh, magic characters that were not, bad but they were always mm-hmm. influencing things right so Which, i wonder if they're gonna well that aligns very heavily with uh her, yeah i guess it's not a character. villain in the comics she's right? just not a particularly nice yeah she's a great character right she's yeah. very very well yeah she's sort of she's, she's a tree beard <laughs> yeah like just not not the most trustworthy but she yeah. ultimately had wanda's best interest at heart mm-hmm. at least in the comics and then well, she, what she went on to do after she worked with wanda is what caught my attention way more the fact that she was involved in this. Do we want to take a pin to Agatha and move on to someone who I think is a little bit more villainous? Yes. So um, the MCU is doing this really interesting thing with Hayward. This is a character who's the head of sword and it's definitely a villain as we've seen so far, but it's a new type of villain that we've seen in the MCU because it's someone who is being created because of this post-traumatic stress caused by the blip. And I feel like this is a really important thing that they've started in this series is that people are really affected by what has happened and what they've gone through when those people have disappeared and then come back. And I think that's going to be an important theme moving forward. What are your thoughts on Hayward as a character? There's there's more to him than what... I mean, we know that the, there's chicanery, mm-hmm. but we know that he definitely wants Vision's body back. Yep. They're definitely doing something with it. Well, he wants it to work. Right, like that's pretty obvious. Like he wants a living weapon that works. works. Yeah, but that then begs like, why? Like, what is? Because again, it's one of those. It's sword, and I mean, even the comics, sword has always been far more clandestine and direct in its approach. They're not about the working from the shadows. They're Mm -hmm. more about the we're solving problems before they become problems. Mm -hmm. So then it becomes, what's the problem that they're trying to solve by making sure vision functions? Yeah. Yeah, is 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 this sword? And why are they why are they willing to piss off Wanda to have that happen? What's more, like I also interesting is the sword that's here and what happens with sword in space with Fury. Is that still sword or is that a different thing? Like we all assumed that that Fury was heading up sword uh, sword with or not heading up but part of sword with all those crawls in space. Yeah, right. Oh, like. I, uh, I there's a lot happening. What if Hayward? Uh, what if Hayward's a scroll? It's true. He could be right. right yeah. We actually. That's the thing. We don't know who could be a scroll at this point. Like we literally don't know until it's going to be too late. And there's a secret uh, invasion series coming. That's also right? true. <sighs> this Marvel's so good right now. I know. Always not all, right now, but they're always good. Um, right now. Uh, I was going to say that I think this is a natural thing. Like you say that. Um, like they're just kind of. Uh, Re, like react people are reacting essentially to the blip like this mm-hmm. these are the natural consequences sort of thing mm-hmm. that's something marvel has done the whole time though like all of like everything was like iron man's fault basically right like all this stuff was iron man's yeah. fault and that's that's what marvel's been doing from the start so i don't think it's it's weird for them i think it's this is just going to be the ongoing like mm-hmm. the end game 
everything that happened in Endgame is going to be the genesis for all the problems that happen in the Marvel Universe because it's still all Iron Man's fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, sorry. Let's take that pin back out, Matt okay. Moore, and go back. Continue on your Agatha. Uh, Agatha. Uh, I think we kind of covered everything about her, unless you want me to deep dive. Well, we were, we were going to talk about theories of, about why she may have taken the kids and stuff like that. Why she revealed well, herself to we don't Walker. We don't know that she's taken the kids. We just know that the kids weren't in the TV room. And she said, oh, they're probably playing in the basement because she clearly wanted wanted to go into the basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, then we, there's, oh, there's I, also the, the thing where she said, oh, I, I've bitten a kid once. Like there's this, this, yeah. whole, this whole idea where she has a witch, she, you know, would consume children. You know, Hansel and Gretel type thing. Right? Sure. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I she mean, also, I'm, I'm intrigued sorry. to see if they age her, if all of a sudden she's going to drop the facade and she's actually significantly older than I hope not. Years. I hope not too. I'd rather yeah. her stay the age she is. But I mean, we also, we have no idea who she's aligned with. Because there's been a lot of Hydra-related stuff in this, mm-hmm. she could be a Hydra. It could be a Hydra agent. She could have a completely different tie. There's a couple. I have a couple theories as to where this could be going. She, um, there were there were um, dates that she had mentioned, and they were to the Salem witch trials, which in the yes. comics she was actually part of. Yes. Um, so there's stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. We know in the comics that she um, she had influenced Wanda to create Billy and Tommy, yeah, and then took them yeah, away for as a particular well. reason. Um, mm-hmm. for Mephisto at that point, yeah. I believe, right? Yes, that's um, part of it. That's because so, the children were part of Mephisto, right? They were shards of Mephisto. Yeah, Sh- I think that's the right term. Yes. Um, but and, and um, there's a point where where Pietro says, "Go get them, demon spawn." Yeah, exactly. Um, Swithception like, oh. on on Twitch uh, said, "What if the twins were never real?" That was also a thing in the comics where uh, Wanda sort of. This is how House of M started, I believe. It's all where, about how House of M started. So she um, she found out that she had manifested um, the twins and ended up going crazy. Well, she had manifested the twins and Vision because Vision had had. Oh yeah, died he died well, didn't too. he? Yeah, I forgot about that. And so she brought him back and then created this whole separate life with him. I mean, not just him. Had, she brought other people back too, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. Hawkeye. That was Hawkeye, uh, I want to say Blue Beetle, but I feel like that's a DC thing, and I'm that's crossing DC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there was another one that she brought a few people back, but then she had, yeah, also had these two, had these twins, and she had this whole happy life until she started to realize that that wasn't what was going on, and then had a complete psychological breakdown. I'm down if this phase is House of M. That would be amazing. I would be down with it. If there was mutants that existed in the MCU up to this point, it would actually have significance. Um, So uh, I was talking to one of my friends about how this could possibly happen, how um, maybe the blip, like the reason why Monica could deal with going through the barrier three times is because she had been restructured through the blip. Mm -hmm. So her molecules had changed and maybe a percentage of the people who were brought back turn into mutants. Right, that would be a, a great uh, way to bring it, mutants into the it world. It makes sense because it all goes back to like this whole thing about the the CMBR radiation and that mm-hmm. that they, they were they were basically disintegrated through an act of cosmic radi- of cosmic energy, then mm-hmm. re-edited back together through an, another act of cosmic energy. Mm-hmm. And that so yeah. it, so Iron Man will have created all the mutants. Yeah. So back like what <laughs> Smithception was saying on uh, Twitch hashtag Tony's fault. Um, <laughs> um, because it's also interesting because we're going to have Ms. Marvel show up in her own TV series and she was an inhuman and the MCU technically doesn't have inhumans. Mm, technically. They, technically. 
No, the TV series they did acknowledge existed. They just canned it because it was tanking, so they just didn't want it to it bring good. things down. No, but, it wasn't good. But but, it did, but they it did do. Canon. They still had Inhuman, like like uh, Agents of Shield had tons of Inhuman stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. I from what I remember reading, uh, what's his name say Kevin Fahey say was that because of the last season of uh, Agents of Shield, they recognized that that is a, another universe. Mm-hmm. Like they they broke that off into a separate. In yeah, the last, the last season, but everything up until no, that no, no, no. They they said that that whole series, including they removed humans, it from canon, right? They removed it from canon. I mean, they're gonna have to kind of do some fancy footwork because there was literally characters from the movies that showed up there. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. one of them being Phil Coulson. So yeah, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. So I mean, retcon is the best con. I know it's Marvel. Uh, any other theories we want to talk about? Any other Easter um, eggs or stuff? Do you want? I'm gonna, to- I'm, I'm gonna talk about this. We talked about this off camera before we started. I'm gonna talk about how. Um, I love the series. I love the fact that they really did some great marketing beforehand. I hate the fact that this series fell prey to similar issues at other Marvel properties, which is the, they can keep as many things secret and under wraps as they can, but the marketers sometimes shit the bed. Um, and I say that because Funko pop, who I have nothing but respect for as a company, they do great work. They make great collectibles. Um, Made of oil. Screwed the pooch twice with this show. Once, because uh, and these were just released recently, uh, all the Funkos for the WandaVision series, you have Wanda and you have Vision and you have various iterations. And then you have the one which was uh, Wanda's brother from the Halloween episode in his Halloween costume with the spray paint listed as, and I'm visualizing with the quotation fingers, Pietro Maximoff. And that's the actual name of the figure is Pietro Maximoff. With the air quotes. Mm. With the quotations mm. around the name. Um, which is like, cool, but, ha um, We're supposed to, I mean, we, we all know, because in the episode where he came back, the opening, it started with her having the flashback of Aaron Taylor Johnson from Age of Ultron, right up until her brother showed up at the end, and it was Evan Peters as Pietro. Kick ass. And then... When they and, have, and ass kicker, and then when you have the, Peter's played ass kicker and kick and then too. when there's the flashback in the episode after that, the Halloween episode, it's him in that spot. It's him laying on the ground bleeding with the bullet with the wounds in the right spot. So they literally, it's as if he had, they'd erased her brother completely and replaced it with this person, mm. which is again great, but it makes me wonder who's manipulating reality at this point. Yeah. Speaking of shitting the bed, uh, marketers, um, if you guys are Lego fans out there and you get the magazines, don't look at the stuff for uh, Immortals because... Ever, but never do that. I just turned the page and I was like, well, shit. There it is. Mm. It's all of it. Every year this happens where you get the Lego catalog. I didn't think they would do... I thought they would do Black Widow before, to be honest, right? And I didn't mind that, but... Every year where you know there's a Marvel movie coming out, you get it ruined by the Lego sets getting released because they release that catalog like eight months before the movies. Anyway, um, yeah, I, 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 I luckily have not seen the Funko Pop thing, so I'm not being, yeah. I have not been spoiled for the last two episodes. Um, well, I was um, going to say the other. Well, they they just they released that character the week that that episode came out, so it was last week. Oh, okay. So it had only been out a week, but it was the like once it launched, everyone was like, "Oh, that's interesting." 
because mm-hmm. it's a, it's a site exclusive. You can't get it in stores. You have to order it from their site. Ooh, which is why everyone caught it because they were looking and went, oh. The other problem they had that Funko also had was when they initially did their product launch, where they talked about all the different things they're going to release over the year. They had a splash page for Wandavision, where they had a lot of these characters in the different outfits. And there was another character that was on there that we have not seen up until this point or anything like this character. And I'm not, I mean, if you really want to look into it, you can go online and look it up. I'm not going to say I found it. About it. Yes. Because <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't, I'll be spoiled. I don't care. Yeah, Which I, is I, I, I'm not going to spoil myself. Don't do yeah. it. Well, the character <laughs> isn't named because it's just like, it's just the, 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 like the group image of all the different figures. Mm-hmm. But you it's, can tell who it is. It's what the character looks like where you go, oh, that's who that is. Uh, Neat. That's um, uh, which let, is in line with a lot of the theories that people have anyways. And it's nothing that's new that we haven't talked about. It's just a, uh, oh, cool. Okay. Well, uh, I will try not to spoil myself. Um, there is something interesting uh, today. There was an interview with Tiona Paris, who plays Monica Rambeau. Mm-hmm. Um, her character, Monica, has been teasing this aerospace engineer throughout this uh, series, her friend who's uh, coming to help her. And recently she said in in an interview that she can't wait for the character's identity to be revealed because it's going to be a big reveal. Mm -hmm. Here's the quote. I can't wait to see what y'all's reaction is when you learn who the aerospace engineer is. So, um, yeah. And, and, and Paul Bettany, uh, to go off this, um, said that um, the actor's identity has not been revealed, but it's an actor I've longed to work with all of my life. We have some amazing scenes together, and the chemistry between us, I think, is extraordinary. Just fireworks on set. These motherfuckers know how to use their social media to, to just do. pull us in. I love it. I mean, Bettany's been doing this since Iron Man, for God's sakes. Like, it's he true. knows how the game's played. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh man um yeah man so do you have any guesses as to who might be in the next two episodes then like what actor tons of guesses for personally i i'm not because i haven't yeah who'd you like to see i haven't seen what i would like to see is one of the fantastic four show up as the aerospace engineer Mm, i'd love it to be either um richards or sue Mm -hmm. um i think those two would be good people to bring in especially when they mentioned the missing astronauts when they had yes. the, the, the shield the the sword episode mm-hmm. um if we see mephisto that's cool um i know that we're gonna get into some heavy magic stuff with the uh, mm-hmm. doctor strange so if they start introducing it now we have loki coming up soon um see, just to dive off that yeah everyone's been talking about how oh it's mephisto or oh it's nightmare I was having this conversation with, uh, I don't even know if he's still in the chat, Steve, my buddy Steve, who was was watching earlier. I don't know if he still is. Steve! There's one character that has appeared in the MCU that has been notably absent for everything that's been going on up until, from the time he arrived up until present. Um, I don't think it's Mephisto. I don't think it's Nightmare. But what happened to Mordo? I was thinking about that too. Oh man, Mordo would be so and he good. Really wants to kill all the other sorcerers. He thinks there are too many yeah. sorcerers. Yeah. So what better way to control them than to have them in their own little pocket universe? But he's also oh no, he said or getting his own two like super powered 
people to get rid of them, right? Like he could mm-hmm. control yeah. Billy and Tommy. Oh my God, that would be so good. I was thinking See, about Mordo the other day. Yes. That was what's jumped in my head. Cause I mean, like, because Mephisto is is easy, and everyone's, especially people that read the comics, they're expecting Mephisto. And people want Nightmare because they want Nightmare to be in a Multiverse of Madness, so they want I him think, to be involved. Didn't they cast him in the Multiverse of Madness? I don't, I haven't, I, there was so much talk when they first announced the movie, like, two, three years ago. And I'm sure the movie's gone through different iterations since that's then, fair. so I don't trust anything that's going to happen in that. But, like, that's why I was thinking, I'm like, because Mordo, because it makes sense, especially knowing that Wanda is tying into, into Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. Mordo makes the most sense, uh, and even more so after that quote from Paul Bettany, because those yeah, yeah, two they have, never they have, worked together. Yeah, I was just thinking yeah. that too. Oh, and I would love to see those two on screen just having a conversation. Yes. So yeah, so that's, that's my wacky theory as to uh, as to what's going on. Does anyone that's know what the really next one theory. is called? No, no what, they what, don't have the next episode. Yeah, they haven't revealed any of that stuff. It seems no. yet. Ooh, ooh. Any other final thoughts before we go off into the universe? I have a wacky thought that is absolutely not true, but I would love to see it um, just because I like insane stuff where uh, because there's a it's like a television show. Mm-hmm. Um, what if it was Mojo, like the Mojo verse? Just oh, to really oh, fuck with people. Oh. See, now that would be but, really cool and a great way to introduce mutants as well because Mojo. Yeah. I just, there's no way it's going to be that because it seems like that's more something that might be happening uh, more related to the Loki uh, trailer we got. Yeah. But I, I just don't, I just, like, it would be really cool. But it would be really right? cool because that's also a great way to tie this in with the Loki thing. Yes, it, but it just, just doesn't make any place. sense for it because it'd be so out of left field that there's no way Marvel. I don't think. I mean, Marvel's done some pretty left field stuff, but I think it'd be a little too far for them to be like, "Here's this big green alien who's actually like running this whole show." Like, I don't. Think you know, so. it'd be awesome is if they if it they didn't do that, but the like the last episode that was like the post credit scene, just having him watch all of the things. Oh my yeah, god, right. that would. Oh, That'd be all right. Die. You wouldn't even need to show like just like the back, like just like a back profile of like this giant bloated greenish yellow frame with that weird little like matrix like spine coming out of his back, yeah. just like laughing. Because that that mojo laugh, mm. that would be the all that would all we would need to see. And would, just like, get, get Mark Hamill to do, do the voice of Mojo. Oh, mojo. Mark I would mojo. love to see hear Mark Hamill voice like do the mocap and voice for Mojo. He yeah. needs to get That'd into the to the Marvel universe. Yeah. Um, any other? Think theories. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that we get to keep Vision, but I don't think we will. I think we will. I think will we will. We? I, I I don't know. I, I keep thinking that that um like if we go into this House of M stuff, like doesn't Vision have to have to have to go? Doesn't she have, doesn't she have to lose everything? The kids at and the Vision end. and everything. <laughs> oh, well, like, at the beginning. Yeah. There's one other thing that we haven't really like we haven't really talked. It hasn't really been discussed at all, which was at the end of. Uh, Infinity War part of what they were doing was they were trying to upload Vision's consciousness into a database yeah. like Shuri has if not all most of his consciousness locked in locked in a database which means that the Vision that we all know does ex- like his sentience exists somewhere yeah mm. they were saying so that we're he's saying more Paul than Benny just a mind star stone, in, right? in Black Panther 2 is what you're saying He's a new Black he Panther. Might, he might show up. No. Good <laughs> Lord, no. I fully <laughs> hope that he turns into the fully white vision. Yes. Oh, God. Like that. 
in Black Panther. No, 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 no. There are sorry. so many sorry. things wrong so, with that. Oh, I was moving oh, away. There are I was so away. many things wrong with that. Dude. I moved away from Black Panther, and I, that was the wrong time to say this. But if you're going to get vibranium <laughs> anywhere, you're going to have to yeah. go to. Uh... It's true. Yeah. I, but anyway, I do think that, especially with the new Black Panther movie coming up, there will be some connection with Vision somewhere in that, just because yeah. there's so many different points leading to that. And especially but then, if but then know those kids Wanda is going to be an overarching problem. I, I think the kids they are actually going to. I think they're going to stay. I think we're going to actually see them age up again. We're going to get the young young Avengers, right? Yeah, we're gonna, and, and they're going to move the Avengers, Avengers. especially yeah. with Miss Marvel coming around. Right? Yeah, it's just the perfect thing to do. And everyone, like realistically, everyone wants to see a live action Squirrel Girl as well, too. So give us the Young Avengers, damn it! Mm-hmm. Just do it. We've just got do it. three of them right now, like that we know exist. So just mm-hmm. give us actually four if you count. Uh, Kate Bishop. Oh yeah, Kate she's Bishop. Got her yeah, own that's show true. Coming up. Yep. Yeah, like we're gonna have most of them showing up in the next <laughs> year or so. So, oh does Young God. Avengers ever have Miles Morales? Because they need to do live action Miles Morales. Yes, they did. They did. There are rumors that Miles is showing up in the next Spider Man movie. You mean the one that crosses oh, different oh, Spider Verse? The kid from Iron Man three could be Iron Lad, right? Like, could. yes. Because yeah. he's or, a teenager or whatever, he's like he's older now. That was oh. that as that was as a kid able to recreate a lot of Stark armor with minimal. And we also have Ironheart as well too. Oh uh, yeah, right there's there. a rumor that Ironheart's actually in pre pre production. So yeah. as a series again. All right, Iron Lad is a young Kang, and that's who I was hoping would be the villain for this series of movies. Mm. Like um, like we had Thanos. I'm, oh, I would love to see Kang. Oh, we also have She Hulk coming soon. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot. There's a lot coming out. There's a lot of things to happen. I'm saying as many uh, OU words for Smithception, especially because he loves hearing us say out in Canada. Out? Makes him smile. Um, We're out in a boot. So we're we're headed to the end of this episode. Wait, does anyone else have any theories that they want to do? I'm good on I'm good on theories. theories. I just no. I just can't make it. I think we, we want to watch it. I think because of this episode of this series, there are so many different like deep dive deep deep cuts Easter eggs. Do you have a famous favorite one you've seen so far? Let's go with shows first. Was there an Easter egg or some sort of something that you saw that you really liked? You have to come back to me. All right, you caught me on the spot. Um. Ryu, uh, 10, 59. At the, at the start of the that of this episode with the modern family style thing, I actually thought that was a song from something. Like it was so convincing to me that I was like, is that song from another show? That's I don't know, that's all I can think of. Hmm. Okay, oh, got really one a deep diver. Okay. But it's a good it's a good reference. Like that yeah. that one was the closest to the office. Um and yeah. happy endings that I was just like, oh, that's unnervingly good. Um yeah. Shows? What did you your Easter? Uh, just just in the the eighties one, uh, the um, uh, the full house uh, where the camera was sort of going up the hill towards them as they were running. That like I thought that was a, a great a, you know connection to uh, Elizabeth Olsen's sisters. Yeah. Yep. All right, um, Hawk, you look concerned. He doesn't have his earphones on. <laughs> He got he's, super serious. He's like, Someone uh, hacked it into his mainframe. He's like, seems. wait a minute, these aren't I earphones think, I, I think, at all. I think he he just went through the hex. <laughs> I'm very confused. Maybe it died. Season he's got a wireless headset, doesn't he? Does oh, he? I man. don't know. We're all looking at him like, <laughs> what is going <laughs> oh, on? Yeah, he's he's just switching to earbuds. <laughs> Hawk, can you hear us? Hawk, are you there, sir? He's like, Blink twice if you're in trouble. <laughs> I'm here. Sorry, my <laughs> headphones just went weird there, okay. so I had to switch over. To <laughs> We're making fun of you. That's cool. Um, That's cool. Was there an Easter egg that you saw in this series that you really liked? Oh, 
nothing I can think of right now. Um, I know what my favorite one is. Yeah, no, I can't think of one right now. If you think of one, let me know. Matt Moore, okay. what about you? Uh, I loved, lo- there was two, was, they were both in the same episode, and I loved both of these. One was the explanation of um, of the grid that was con- that was confining everyone. That's like this hexagonal pattern. Yeah, we're just calling it the hex. And I was like, thank you for finally naming her power the way that they've been calling it yep. in the comics for years and giving it an explanation that made sense. I was like, oh, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Followed very shortly by the, she doesn't have any stupid nickname, right? <laughs> I love that too. That was good. Um, it was just, yeah, little stuff like that. It was just like the, the obvious nods to the comic stuff and how they've been doing it differently. I love that. Mm-hmm. And it's all been stuff that's been in the in the real world where they've yeah. been really acknowledging, like when people that aren't powered heroes, just talking about powered heroes, they've always had those little nods to comic continuity and like, well, what about this? What about this? Like, no, that doesn't happen in reality. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, 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 there's some great Easter eggs. My favorite, my favorite is such a weird Easter egg. And it's it was during the second episode when they did the 1960s Bewitched animated mm. beginning. And there's a scene where Wanda's shopping and there's a poster in the background yeah. for Bova's milk. And mm. Bova was the was the humanoid cow, cow. <laughs> nursemaid yeah. that that raised Wanda and Pietro in the comics. And mm-hmm. when I saw that, I, was, I died laughing. I had yeah. to like pause because it was such a good, <laughs> it was a good Easter egg. I know. And the, it was so good. And the fact that they brought Bova sort of into the universe was just delightful. Mm-hmm. I loved, I loved the, it. There was another um, fun little one and in the most recent episode where the kids were playing video games and their controller turned into like a GameCube controller and then it turned yeah. into an Atari joystick and then t- and into Uno cards. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> they They did. It's such a good show, God yeah. damn it! Uh, let's let's throw this out to the to the universe, the, the the people that are listening to us out on the internet. Was there an Easter egg that you really liked? Was there some sort of? Um, did you like what we talked about on this episode? Are there any theories that we missed? Let us know. We are on social media. We are on email. Everything's in the post credits. You'll find it all there. Um, before we go, before I say thank you to all of you guys, we are planning on doing a, because there's only two episodes left, two episodes left of WandaVision. So every Friday, we're planning on jumping on the internet and doing a watch party um, <laughs> with all of us doing a live reaction. I promise, I promise I will not watch the episode before we see it at night. Um, it's going to be hard, but I'm going to be there. I'm going to I'm going to listen. So oh, no. <laughs> I said, you're going to gonna have to cut yourself off like from social media all yeah. day long. Oh, it's yeah. true. Um, so 10 p.m. on Friday nights, we're going to watch the, the WandaVisions this Friday and next Friday. We're going to do a live react. I think after the last episode, we might actually record a little bit afterwards and, mm-hmm. you know, talk about our talk brain about how freaking awesome it was or. Yeah. In the weird, bizarre universe of how my how disappointing it might be, although oh, I God, I hope not. Clearly, doubt that at yeah. this point in time. Because of rights issues, we are not going to play the episode on while we're watching it, but we'll give like a count on like a three, two, one, yeah. and then we'll watch it together. I think we're gonna do some sort of Netflix watch party type thing. That I should wait Disney watch party. They have Disney watch parties, so yes. we can actually do this together. Yeah. Um, 
if you guys want to actually join us, maybe we'll throw out a link on our social medias to do yeah. the watch party with us. Yeah. We could probably throw a link out on this uh, for the watch party if yeah. people are tuning in here, and that way everyone can sync up with us and watch what we're watching. I like this idea. Um, yeah. Anyways, thank you, Shows. Thank you, David. Thank you, Hawk. Thank you, Matt Moore, for coming and talking about WandaVision. And thank you, Heel Chris. T, wait, T, T, W, F for following us. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so you know, you know him. You've met him. I know, I know. I was just like, I couldn't see behind the. Like the, he's my been boom. on the show. It's true. We'll we'll have to have him on again. That would be awesome. Should. Yeah. Um. Thank you guys for coming and talking about uh, Wandavision. I look forward to talking to you on Friday and watching it live. Um. Thank you all out there for listening to us. We shall talk to you guys soon. Goodbye. Right. See you guys Bye. later. Bye. 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 Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca and don't forget to like us on facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids follow us on twitter at geekswithkidstn check out our pics on instagram at geekswithkids and you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca so if you like what you hear why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment this podcast can be found on itunes spotify google play stitcher youtube and your favorite podcasting app Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.